Hey guys, Nanman here, and before we jump into this Magic the Gathering video, I wanted to say thank you for your support of my content. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you can be notified when we go live with a new video. Make sure you're hitting that bell as well, and make sure to leave a comment on your thoughts on this video. I love getting discussions going in the chat about the decks that we discuss on this channel. And without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, YouTube? That's right, this week we're talking all about our mono red prowess deck now if you guys are familiar with mono red style of decks or in particular the prowess decks if you've been playing modern it should seem familiar uh, because it did crop up around the time of arc like phoenix when there was that kind of blue red version that most people were familiar with and then there was also the mono red version now this version of prowess has gone through some changes it's stripped away arc light phoenix and it's gone kind of more speed more power um, the other lists, you could kind of have those big burst turns where this is just kind of all burst all the time. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the list today. We're going to talk about kind of why the cards are in the list and how they kind of synergize and work well together. Um, and, you know, just kind of discuss kind of how the modern meta is shaping up in 2020. If you guys, you know, like the stuff, let me know what you think about the deck. Cause I love getting those discussions going in the chat with you. So without further ado, Let's talk about the creatures here. So I've got Monastery Swift Spear up on the board because that is kind of our, our number one, right? We look at it and we're like, okay, this is like the epitome of a prowess creature that most people think about, right? And for those that don't remember, prowess is that mechanic that whenever you cast a non-creature spell, this creature gets plus one, plus one. Now, Swift Spear has haste, so you can kind of swing in that turn one. It's the only turn one creature that they have in their list that does have haste, but makes it very relevant later in the game if that first couple turns are the setup turns for them where maybe they don't have a swift spear maybe they have their other prowess one drop which is our soul scar mage that they can kind of get in there and do more damage so uh, the only other benefit that soul scar mage has is that when you're dealing damage to creatures with some of your burn spells like lava dart lightning bolt uh, things like that it will be able to uh, do it in the form of minus one counters to creatures so it kind of helps you out to be able to kind of burst through if you need to switch gears or you're playing against a like infect list or something like that. You have this kind of ability to kind of deal with creatures. The other one, which is kind of a, a nice creature that's thrown into this list, which is our two drop. It's our runaway steamkin. Now, if you guys were playing any MTG arena, this creature should seem familiar for kind of the mono red list that ran around. So the way that this creature set up is it's a two drop. It's a one one, but it's all about you being able to cast red spells. Hey, guess what? The whole deck is red. Don't have to worry so much about this. You get to put a plus one counter on it. You can remove three of those plus one counters uh, and add three red to your mana pool so you can just sort of accelerate out dump a bunch of spells out um, off of this because it's going to be very easy for you to be able to just play a bunch of spells um, it does cap the number of plus one counters too so you don't have to worry too much about that but it becomes a four four right it's very easy for it to become a four four in that regard and that can be a lot of damage the other creature that is in this list so let's say uh, goodbye, Steamkin. Hello, Reveler. So a way to kind of recur and kind of come back if something happens, you're playing against a deck that's got a good amount of removal and they get in there and they can take your creatures out. The other prowess creature that's in here is Bedlam Reveler. And he costs one less to be able to cast. So you see there, you're like, eight costs? Why are you running an eight cost in this list? 
it's because he's never really eight costs, right? You're going to be playing all these spells. He's going to get reduced his cost, and then you can cast him much cheaper. And when he enters the battlefield, you discard your hand, draw three cards. And if you've been dumping all these spells at your opponent this whole time, then you won't have to worry as much because he'll be free and you'll have less cards in your hand and it's easy to just kind of refill, have more burn spells to finish them off. Also has prowess, so there is that to think about. Now, you have these creatures in here that don't have haste, so you have to have a way to kind of deal with the fact that you're um, having to wait a turn, giving your opponent. So um, that's where we kind of have this crash through um, kind of once we get there, like, all right, you've got blockers, let's get in and do this kind of big burst, kill you one turn kind of thing, because you've had a, t a turn to set yourself up and be ready to go. So now all my guys have trample, I draw a card, can draw into more stuff, and it's prowess, so let's say we have Bedlam Reveler out, sweet, already he's going to be swinging in for four damage, let's see... Let's say that I drew some other spells off it, and it's easy that he's going to get up to five, six, seven damage that I'm swinging in for. And that's just with one creature, right? That's the power of the prowess is that you just kind of stack on all this incremental damage and just burst them down in this one couple of turns. It's a very, very fast list that can be able to do huge swings of damage in those first two, three turns. You know, modern up to this point is considered right that turn four format but we're seeing these super fast decks exist that you know wizards tried to do stuff to slow things down hasn't worked right mono red prowess is a great way to go you can think about like amulet titan is a great way in fact these decks that exist where you're like okay here's turn two i can kill you all right turn three the game's over right like you have this ability to be able to kind of go through and just explode so ways that you can go about it some kind of card advantage besides crash through which is just one red and gives your guys trample which is nice you also have manamorphose get double mana off of it you get a draw a card again these are just ways to kind of accelerate things out you have light up the stage which for those that have been playing mtg arena or playing any sort of red variant burn like prowess things like that you should be familiar with light up the stage but if you haven't yet you can see over here you can exile the top two cards of your library and, and until your next turn you can cast those cards um now it does have that speculate so you if you dealt damage this turn it only costs one red instead of the three that you would have to pay so there is that nice ability to kind of power through we've also got our burn spells to go along with things because that's part of the power level of this deck. You have these prowess creatures that you're like, all right, I'm constantly making them bigger every turn because I'm flinging spells and playing spells. But a lot of those spells that you're playing are being flung at your opponent's face. So we've got things like Lava Dart, which you can deal one damage to a creature or a player, and you can sack a mountain and then be able to flash it back from your graveyard. So that has that ability to be like, all right, I can finish somebody off real quick. I don't need this mountain anymore, right? I can kill them clean, no problem. We've got Burst Lightning here, just deals two damage, and then you could do the kicker cost and do four. Really, it's just, hey, here's two damage. Boom. Dome ya. Lightning Bolt, of course, three damage, everybody knows. And then Lava Spike, three damage. Now, Lava Spike is exclusively just two players, where the other ones do have the ability to target and change things up. It's only running 18 lands, doesn't need very many, and you can see kind of the lands that it is running is the ability to kind of that those horizon lands, if you will, so you can be able to sack them and draw cards, 13 mountains, pretty clean, straightforward. Even the sideboard here is like, okay, there's going to be 
the ability that I need to gain life. Even in the mirror matchup, if I have a Dragon's Claw and you don't, you're going to have a really bad time. And it's not going to work out very well for you. Uh, Bone Crusher Giant is in here also because people have run things like Skull... Um, not Skull... I want to say Skull Clamp. Um, skull Crack in the past where it basically three damage and it prevents them from gaining life. So now you have Bone Crusher Giant that can do that for the two. Two damage, can't gain any life, and you can't prevent your damage this turn kind of thing. It's So it basically takes on the other aspect. Instead of people gaining life, I don't care about that. I just am preventing you from um, stopping the two damage. And then I have a 4-3 body next turn, essentially. So it's that nice kind of, I need more threats on the board because 15 is a decent amount, but if you're playing against a removal-heavy deck, it could be very tough and you're just going to have to rely on your burn spells. So bringing something like this in the board makes a lot of sense. Blood Moon is in here, just kind of shutting off non-basics. Surgical, Anchor. So you have that kind of nice wide variety. Here's against like the lovely graveyard base strategies that exist that you just want to exile them so they don't come back later. Same thing with surgical. You can kind of mess with things, strip things out of people's lists. But really, if you're looking for a quick burst style deck, this is a good one to go. And it's it's easy enough to learn. Um, it's one of those decks that's easy to learn, hard to master, um, which a lot of decks are in modern, which is nice because it's like, it might appear straightforward. Oh, I just played this prowess creature and I just dome you in the face with this spell and then turn him sideways. But there's a lot more nuances on when to do certain spells and when to be casting your uh, crash through or your metamorphose and light up the stage. And when do I need to get rid of my uh, counters off of my runaway steamkin to kind of get the maximum amount of damage in and, you know, really set yourself up. But if you're looking for quick decks, this is the one to go for now you have ways to kind of interact with their creatures that helps you a lot um you can also just try to race against them and just like all right i'm gonna ignore what you're doing and you're gonna ignore what i'm doing and we're just gonna try to kill each other and whoever can kill each other first wins and we'll just play this race game and there are certain matchups where that is the case right you're just like i just gotta hope right and you can bring in sideboard cards to kind of help you and gain life and mess with them a little bit but it's whole idea is to do these bursts and just kind of knock them down boom 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 so the whole modern meta is kind of shifting back into this right um we're seeing these changes take place where lists were kind of slower at one point and then just kind of major speed up and now we're kind of um had that banning a lot of cards kind of got adjusted decks were trying to stabilize and see where they're going all right the urza decks are now going through a new iteration trying to find where they fit now in the modern meta and so decks are kind of adjusting accordingly usually right after a banning or stuff like that we see kind of whatever consistent fast decks exist are going to come back up real quick because it's easy to be able to just kind of steal wins away from people and like hey if you're trying to play fair magic you're trying to play jun stuff like that you're going to have a bad time so um it's definitely a good deck to play in modern and a good deck to learn if you're trying to get into modern because some of these cards are standard cards right runaway steamkin light up the stage things like that um so as 
decks go because modern is more expensive it's an easy gateway to get into modern so i hope you guys are liking this list and this sort of video uh let me know what you think about the prowess list did you like this version did you like the one with arclight phoenix are you guys um, still saying, you know what, I've moved on from Modern, I've moved into Pioneer, this is what I'm playing in Pioneer. You know, let me know what you guys think about what's going on currently in Modern overall and Magic overall. But that's going to do it for this video, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in and watching, and I'll see you guys next game.